Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Have you ever wondered why the news plays the same five stories again and again? Let me give you a little hint. Brainwashing and repetition is the most basic form of brainwashing. Join me as we look at the news cycle and talk about why the mainstream media is so gutless and afraid to report the truth. What's up, guys? Welcome to Troubled Minds News, and I'm your host, Michael Strange, and this is a show where the conspiracy is the news, and of course, that means lots of things. That means propaganda, that means misinformation, disinformation, and just basically all the political BS they try and feed us constantly and tell us is the actual thing regarding, um, well, life in general, <laughs> and, and it's just not. Uh, I'm sorry, politics is not life, and everything is not political, and uh, no, Don, that is not a world I live in. I'm sorry. And I reject it entirely. And uh, there are other things. There are more important things than politics because, of course, you know, the red team, blue team stuff makes us believe uh, that, well, uh, it's the only way. The only way to uh, our own salvation is through their their voting block, right? Which <laughs> uh, uh, to me is uh, a joke. But uh, so, so point being is that uh, there's a whole bunch of news that would just basically uh, it's fake. It's phony. It's BS. And uh, we're here to do it. Uh, instead, anyway, what's going on, guys? Uh, where the conspiracy is the news. I see you guys in the chat. So, uh, absolutely. Sorry, sorry for being late. Again, I literally sat down on the couch, passed out a couple hours ago, <laughs> woke up, and uh, Mrs. Strange walks by and goes, oh, are you doing your show? And I'm all, uh, yeah, why? I roll over and look at the time, and it's 10 after 3. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, well, what can you do? All right. So, anyway, uh, as always, right, in the name of transparency, we've got a phone number up, and you can actually join uh, the Discord as well. TroubledMinds.org. Click the Discord link. Phone number is 702-957-1037, and we'll put you on the show. Easy as that. Uh, again, sorry for being late. Eh, nobody's perfect. And here we go. Uh, we got this. Let's go to uh, let's go to CNBC.com, and uh, the headline is, This is Creating More Loneliness. The metaverse could be a serious problem for kids, experts say. Nah, you don't say. You don't say. <laughs> Seriously expert for kids, they say, or a serious, uh, sorry, serious problem for kids, experts say. Anyway, uh, if there's one thing that tech companies, retailers, uh, content creators, and investors can agree on, it's this. There's plenty of money to be made from the metaverse, but as CEOs try to elbow past their rivals to gain a foothold in the still nascent digital space, some psychologists and mental health experts say the race to turn a profit is taking attention away from a crucial, crucial question. 
Will the metaverse be a safe place, especially for kids and teens? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, the answer isn't encouraging. Uh, we'll file this under no shit, Sherlock, who's been saying this for, for months now. Uh, in any case, recent research has shown myriad negative effects of social media on the psyches of children and adolescents from the prevalence of bullying and harassment to self-esteem and body image issues. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, these, uh, these same pitfalls could be just as prevalent, if not worse, in the wide open metaverse, with its series of vast virtual worlds intended for both work and play. Oh, oh, you mean you mean that uh, when when you know uh, Jimmy shows up with his avatar as a carrot, they're not going to, or they are going to bully him and go, Ah, oh, Jimmy, where'd you get that avatar? That's so stupid. Oh my God, it's so dumb. Right, but kids, you got to love kids. Kids are just so honest and mean and honest and mean <laughs> uh yeah kids are mean yeah no shit uh and so let's see quote all these new tools and all of these new possibilities could be used for good or for evil mitch prinstein a clinical psychologist who serves as chief science officer for american psychological association tells cnbc make it oh yeah uh the money verse what's up i see there nice doctor how are you uh potentially worse than social media they say today's social media platforms are already dangerous for some kids and teens virtual reality's level of immersion could make those problems even worse says albert skip Rizzo, yep, a psychologist who serves as the director for medical virtual reality at USC's Institute for Creative Technologies. Uh, quote, there's a potency about being immersed in a world that is different than observing and interacting through a flat screen monitor, Rizzo says. Once you're actually embodied in a space, even though you can't be physically touched, you can be exposed to things that take on a level of realism that could be psychologically assaulting. Yeah, remember we did that whole Troubled Mind show on, uh, on a church in the med- and how horrifying that might be yeah mm-hmm. right yeah um remember the uh the the altar and uh the the prayer session in the metaverse and then cthulhu coming out of the portal yeah well that's all possible in the metaverse <laughs> anyway 702-957-1037 click the discord link troubledminds.org we'll put you on the show uh let's continue shall we let's go to fastcompany.com and actually let me link these uh things for you as always i like uh, like for you guys to be able to find the actual uh, information that I'm um, presenting here. So uh, you see that I'm just not making shit up. <laughs> I am not just making this shit up. All right, let's go to Fast Company. These frogs just regrew their own legs. And humans might eventually be able to do it too. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Uh, our blah, blah, blah. Will there have been... Significant advances in prosthetic and bionic technologies to replace lost limbs. They cannot yet restore a sense of touch, minimize the sensation of phantom pains, or match the capabilities of natural limbs. Without reconstructing the limb itself, a person won't be able to feel the touch of a loved one or the warmth of the sun. Uh, these researchers, they're researchers in regenerative and developmental biology and biomedical engineering. And a recent study in the journal Science Advances showed that just 24 hours of a treatment we designed is enough to regenerate fully functional and touch-sensitive limbs in frogs. Uh, oh boy all right so uh is this yeah there we go uh, blah 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 let's see um okay they say even in early human development the amniotic sac provides an environment that can facilitate regenerative mechanisms are they saying the womb is the original med bed that's weird uh when they this this article continues we hypothesize that developing a similar environment could override scar formation at the time of injury and allow the body to reactivate dormant regenerative signals to implement this idea we developed a wearable device oh god isn't it isn't it always a wearable device <laughs> of, of a silk hydrogel oh geez as a way to create an isolated chamber for regeneration by blocking other signals that would direct the body to develop to develop scars or undergo other processes uh, we then loaded the device with a cocktail of five drugs involved in normal animal development and tissue growth yep they chose to test the device using african clawed frogs 
uh, a species commonly used in animal research, which, uh, like humans, does not regenerate limbs in adulthood. We attach the device to one stump, one leg stump for 24 hours. We then removed the device and observed how the sight of the lost limb changed over time. Over the course of 18 months, we were amazed to find that the frogs were able to regenerate their legs, including finger light proje projections with significant nerve, bone, and blood vessel regrowth. The limbs also responded to light pressure, meaning that they had a restored sense of touch and allowed the frog to return to normal swimming behavior. Okay, well, how creepy is this? Uh, yeah, exactly. Hydrogel. I see you there. I see you there. No, no, exactly. Oh, that, that word comes up, right? You can't say that word too much on, uh, on YouTube or wherever else because I'll take you down. Uh, what's going on, guys? I hope everybody's doing well. Uh, yeah, sorry about that, Daryl. Uh, a little late today. Passed out on the couch, and uh, it's not good. Uh, oversleeping, uh, even if it's a <laughs> nappy nap time. Uh, the older I get, the more I need a nap. Uh, anyway, so uh, uh, as we're doing this and hanging out, we're still taking your calls. Uh, what did you think about these frogs that regrew their own limbs? And how, how does it make you feel to know we might be able to do that as well? 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link, troubledminds.org. Let's go to this. This is uh, nasa.gov. All right. Now, remember how... Uh, all, all, it seems like all, all the uh, the rage is all this uh, asteroid tracking, right? Like now, oddly enough, what is uh, I've been talking about this for a long time on Troubled Minds, and uh, th this whole idea that you know we're we're in this safe society, this illusion of safety, right? When in reality, the the reality is there's there's no there's no safety at all. I mean, we, we could get I've been saying this for a long time. We get smacked by a an asteroid we never see coming. We you know in super volcanoes, there's all kinds of just crazy shit. The coronal mass ejections. There's all kinds of stuff, right? That could like just turn into doomsday tomorrow now again i'm not a doomsday guy all right i'm not but uh, i'm just saying like i was i've always been pointing out that hey this this none of this is guaranteed even though the society likes to act like it's guaranteed that that was my point all along anyway but now uh everybody's like just full on and smashing the gas when it comes to stuff like this uh yep the nasa funded asteroid terrestrial impact last alert system called uh, atlas <laughs> there's your there's your titan <laughs> uh, a state-of-the-art asteroid detection system operated by the university of hawaii in, uh, institute for astronomy for the agency's planetary defense coordination office holy smokes all the different uh, uh, sub sub acronyms and anyway has reached a new milestone by becoming the first survey capable of searching the entire dark sky every 24 hours for near-earth objects that could pose a future impact uh, uh, impact hazard to earth now comprised of four telescopes atlas has expanded to reach to the southern hemisphere from the two existing northern hemisphere telescopes on uh, Haleakala, is that how you say it, I think, and uh, Mauna Loa in Hawaii to include two additional observatories in South Africa and Chile. And let's go to this next one here. Uh, and not only that, we've got this happening. Yeah, right, we got the Titan. Uh, speaking of Titans, did you, did you notice, Derek, or, and everybody else out there, that it is the year of the Tiger, and the Bengals beat the Chiefs in a ridiculous upset, and in the year of the Tiger, you got it, the Bengals will be in the Super Bowl. Who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl, guys? <laughs> oh, the year of the tiger? Is, is, is this some sort of ritual, Derek? What do you think? Uh, in any case, uh, Valley Central reports this. Uh, check this out. NASA attempting to redirect asteroid. All right. Sweet. Uh, NASA and SpaceX launched a spacecraft that will attempt to redirect an asteroid later this year, their first planetary defense mission. The double asteroid redirection test DART mission is designed to prevent an impact of Earth by a hazardous Asteroid. Okay. Uh, the asteroid that NASA is targeting, Dimorphos, is not a threat to Earth, but is a perfect testing ground to see if crashing a spacecraft to an, uh, into an asteroid will change its course. Dimorphos is a 520-foot moonlit asteroid orbiting a larger asteroid named Didymos. Uh, the dark, dark spacecraft will use NASA's kinetic impactor technology to see if a collision will adjust the path and speed of the asteroid. The spacecraft will crash into the small asteroid at, at speed of approximately 14,000 miles per hour with the aid of an onboard camera all right etc so on uh at the time of impact the asteroid will be roughly 6.8 million miles from earth so uh not only do we have the sky survey 
that they say can scan the entire entire nights the full sky search which hasn't been happening right which ha totally hasn't been happening uh but then we have the uh uh right uh, the nasa now is uh, actually trying to re uh, redirect uh, this actual asteroid so uh, it's just getting real it's actually going down and we actually maybe have technology to stop this stuff so um, that's a good thing i guess i mean and that's good right uh but it is strange how this is like super in the zeitgeist and like just always in our face these days because uh, it, it, it's almost like they know something, right? It's uh, Again, like uh, as we do this news show, it's always a new impact, new impact, new impact, new impact event, right? But then they say, oh, it's it's going to whiz by Earth. But then, oh, oh, but it wasn't dangerous. It, we swear, guys, it wasn't dangerous at the bottom of the article, right? Um, so I don't know. Uh, pretty pretty crazy stuff. And this is this is the world we live in. 702-957-1037. Uh, That's 702-957-1037. Let's go to uh, The Guardian because... Well, why not? Why not the Guardian? How about that? Check this out. Uh, everybody loves polar bears. And uh, yeah, you got it. The polar bears move into abandoned Arctic weather station. Yeah. All right. That's sweet. I thought this was just too cute to pass up. Look at these adorbs polar bears just kind of staring at you. And uh, awesome. Uh, all right. Let's see. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll skip it. it it's, it's just good enough for the photos of the polar bears. <laughs> what's up what's up drew hey mike you make my monday slightly more bearable oh oh adorbs there you go well now you got some polar bears for your bearable monday <laughs> uh, appreciate that let's continue uh check this out you want to talk about craziness uh if you didn't see this uh this is this is like uh this is one of those ones where like i always say you know you get a twitter account and you start a fight and it's news right well this is elon musk just being stupid he says uh this is from uh inc.com elon musk offered to eat a happy meal on tv uh mcdonald's gave the perfect response right so uh here you go uh, uh what do you do when the world's richest man tweets at your brand this that's the situation McDonald's faced recently when Tesla and SpaceX CEO Elon Musk, who also happens to be the world's most famous supporter of digital cryptocurrency, Dogecoin, told his 71 million Twitter followers that he would eat a happy meal on TV if McDonald's, and tag them, accepts Dogecoin. All right. That's cool. That sounds fine, right? And so how, how would the fast food chain respond? Well, you got it. Uh, they tweeted back and said, only if at Tesla accepts Grimace coin. <laughs> uh now that's funny now, now come on now Who, whoever's doing the uh, twitter account for mcdonald's i think they just uh, slew the mighty elon dragon uh that's funny that's i thought that was uh, yeah well i mean uh there it is so uh is there a grimace coin probably not but uh well maybe there should be now <laughs> maybe there should be 702-957-1037 let's take a quick break and get a word from our sponsor which <laughs> exactly <laughs> What's that grimace coin exactly? Uh, I, I, I laughed, I had to laugh. <laughs> All right, here we go. Quick word from our sponsor, which is you. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Are you digging the show? If so, you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an Amazon Prime account. Since we stream on Twitch every day, all you have to do 
is link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use, and also a bonus $5 a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to Twitch. And all you have to do is sync up to two accounts and click subscribe. Thanks for considering us. Okay, let's keep on trucking. Uh, again, uh, um, off the off the Happy Meal fiasco with uh, Elon Musk, and now this is this is the kind of news that uh, you know if, if two two accounts tweeted each other and uh, the rest of that. This is this is the type of stuff I like to see. Not you know some drama between the Kardashians. Who gives a crap about that? But now that. It's funny. Grimace coined. Grimace coined. <laughs> What's up? Derek says, I used to have a real Big Mac coin at one point. For real? Like a like a plastic go through the drive through thing? Or like a... I don't know. Anyway. Uh, all right. So uh, what's going on, guys? I see you there. Um, uh, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for being here. I see everybody in the chat. Sorry for being late. Uh, <laughs> fell asleep on the couch. And uh, Mrs. Strange walked by and said, hey, aren't you going to do your show? And I was like, oh, shit. I'm late. Uh, yeah, there we go. So uh, that's what's going on. And if you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. And click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. We'll put you on the show. Speaking of which, let's go to Andrew in Montana. What's up, brother? Welcome to Troubled Minds. How are you? Hey, I'm doing all right. How have you been? Uh, good, good. I can't complain. I had a nap. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, hey, you know what? That's sometimes that's all you can ask for, right? Yeah, right. I, uh, it's hard for me to complain <laughs> in, in this moment. Uh, what do you think? What do you think about the news today? Fair enough. Well, uh, I, I kind of have a thought about uh, cryptocurrency with the whole uh, Grimace coin and whatnot <laughs> you're talking about there. Sure, sure. I have a feeling that we are well, well on our way to a uh, cashless society. Right, exactly. I mean, with, with the way everything's going here, you know, I, I know I've brought this up before, but Metaverse and working from that, how are we going to get paid? Special coin, right? Special cryptocurrency. Yeah, well, FedCoin is so, what I'm calling it. FedCoin. <laughs> Exactly. So it's kind of a weird thought I have rolling through my head, which is how will that monetary system work? Will it be regional, like with uh, euro and U.S. dollar, or will it be universal? You know, will you be able to uh, purchase certain things from certain stores with a certain kind of coin, or are you going to be able to go to any store and buy anything with any kind of coin? Now, how is that going to limit us? Yeah, you know what? I think I think that's where the fight lies right now. There's so many different uh, cryptocurrencies out there that uh, they're kind of jockeying for position to be adopted by not just the the federal government, but I think the world at large. And you're you're correct there in that. How 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 does this work? Like, is there going to be like a Southwest coin for you know the southwestern states and a Southeast coin? Who the hell knows, man? Because remember they did yeah. that whole uh, breakup of the the the, the telephone companies to. to something similar to that so who knows like you, the way people think with uh, the government and whatnot those people are off the rails anyway so it wouldn't surprise me if something like they're talking about is about to happen and if anybody wants to pay me off because of my thoughts on the government you can pay me in any sort of crypto yeah there you go Doge. there you go uh, <laughs> like uh, every man has his price and here's Easily my bought. here's my crypto wallet <laughs> right exactly on. right on good stuff uh, what else you got for us today my man? Doge and i'll walk away yeah, totally. Totally. Uh, you know, I, I I think that's it. I think that's it. You know, uh, it's just kind of a thought provoking subject, I guess. Hey, uh, if you if you it's if, so new and so unknown. Exactly. Yeah. Did you catch the show we did on uh, not too long ago regarding the cryptocurrency with Satoshi Nakamoto and the rest of that? I don't think I did. Okay. Uh, I've, I've missed the last couple shows, unfortunately. That's cool. So uh, check that out if you're into it, because we did an entire three hours on cryptocurrency and the, the, the conspiracies revolving around that stuff. So sounds like it's right down your alley. Ooh. Yeah. I think I'll go ahead and get that listen tomorrow at work. Right on. Sounds good. Uh, you're the best, my friend. Thank you for the phone call. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, of course. Sounds good. Thanks a lot, bro. There you go. That's Andrew in Montana. And uh, thank you very much for the phone call. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. We'll put you on the show. Easy as that. Let's go to this. This is from uh, science.org. Yeah. Uh, new dangers, it says. Computers uncover 100,000 novel viruses in old genetic data. 
Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, this is fine. This is fine. Uh, it, it just took one virus to cripple the world's economy and kill millions of people. Yet, viro- oh, it's millions of people now. Uh, yet, virologists estimate that trillions of still unknown viruses exist, many of which might be lethal or have the potential to spark the next pandemic. Now, they have a new and very long list of possible suspects to interrogate. By sifting through unprecedented amounts of existing genomic data, scientists have uncovered more than 100,000 novel viruses, including nine coronaviruses and more than 300 related to the hepatitis delta virus, which can cause liver failure. Oh, yeah. Uh, Let's see. Fantastic. It's a foundational piece of work, says J. Rodney Brister, a bioinformational, uh, bioinformatician, oh God, at the National Center for Biotechnology Information. Okay, blah, blah. Good enough. What's going on, guys? Hope everybody (laughs) has a troubled coin. We got troubled coin coming up. Uh, Get Get your troubled coin at and the crazy part about that what you're what you're discussing is it's very possible. I think within a month we could probably have a troubled coin up a troubled coin up and running. It's 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 ridiculous what what the world is turning into. Uh, so anyway, uh, we're still uh, we're still talking about uh, <laughs> untraceable. <laughs> Uh, 5.690 million deaths, according to Worldometer. Okay. All right. Thank you, Often Frozen. Appreciate that. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, okay. So uh, let's... Uh, <laughs> geez. Uh, this, okay. So 100,000 novel viruses and old genetic data. That's a little bit creepy. And that, well, we've been talking about that for a very long time as well, because right, we, we're, um, we've seen some of this stuff. They, they dig out of the permafrost in Siberia. And uh, yeah, sure as shit. Uh, there are novel viruses in the uh, in, in, in just chilling, chilling. Uh, you know, they've got old. They, remember, we've they even found like old uh, human remains that have like these these viruses in them that are kind of frozen into the into the the, the old bodies, right? The corpses of these, yeah, uh, permafrost type stuff. It's it's pretty wild, but yeah, I don't know. This is uh, this is one of those ones that uh, it doesn't surprise me. And this is you know this is this is the way the world works. Yeah, not just one virus, two, one virus, two virus, three virus, four. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and well, here we are. Uh, now they're like, uh, w- once you can count to ten, you, if you can count to a hundred thousand, well, they've got viruses for you, and uh, that's what's going on. So, um, so I don't know. That's what's uh, happening with this, and it's uh, exactly pretty wild. Let's see what else do they got uh, to sift through the reams of data. Babian and Taylor, the two scientists here, devise a set of com- uh, computer tools specialized for searching cloud-based data with the help of several bioformaticians. That's such a dirty word. Uh, <laughs> It, like it's just uh, it's just screams yeah we're, we're professionals that cook the books uh, anyway uh, some who became dedicated collaborators they tweaked their software to make their analysis way faster than anyone thought possible re- recalls a babian who is now uh, at, at the University of Cambridge they soon expanded their viral hunt beyond coronaviruses and looked at all the data in the cloud babian and colleagues performed their search by hunting for matches to the central core of the gene for RNA dependent RNA polymerase Miraz, I don't know, which is key to the replication of all RNA viruses. Such viruses uh, include not only coronaviruses, but also those that cause flu, polio, measles, and hepatitis. And uh, like I said, if you can count, well, if you can count to uh, <laughs> what's going on, guys, uh, the maybe coin. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're, uh, we're, we're voting for what uh, Troubled Minds coin is. Uh, is <laughs> this happening okay so uh if you want to be part of the show 702-957-1037 click the discord link at troubleminds.org we'll put you on the show easy peasy is that let's uh let's continue shall we let's go to this uh science alert has this uh birds use earth's magnetic field for stop signs when they migrate yes now we're talking now we're in business here thanks to a combination of sensing the earth's magnetic field through vision and an inbuilt compass that allows them to orient themselves uh, according According to magnetic intensity, migratory birds don't have much trouble finding their way. These biological gadgets, known as magnetoreception, yes, that sounds like something from the, from the X-Men, doesn't it? Uh, allow birds to not only know which direction to head, head in on their first outbound migration, but to know how to return to their nesting sites with extreme accuracy, often within meters of their original natal site. To figure out how birds know when to stop, scientists investigated if birds may also be using cues from the Earth's magnetic field to locate 
locate their breeding sites more accurately. The cues could be the magnetic inclination, the dip angle between Earth's magnetic field and the Earth's surface on the magnetic intensity, the overall strength of Earth's magnetic field. Earlier research suggested similar ideas as a means for birds to return to their desired flight paths if an extreme weather event had sent them off course. The new study uh, used data from 17,799 ringing recoveries marked birds from 1940 to 2018 to investigate if and how the Eurasian reed warbler, that's that's pretty awesome, a trans-Saharan migratory songbird, used magnetic information to return to its nesting site. If these birds actually used cues from Earth's magnetic field to locate their original breeding site, then the researchers reasoned that yearly variations in Earth's magnetic field should be reflected in gradual positional changes of the bird's nesting areas. And, well... Quote, because Earth's magnetic field shifts slightly year by year, the magnetic parameter values characteristic of an individual's natal or breeding site will exist in a different location the following year, the authors explain. Hence, if birds use magnetic parameters to determine the location of their natal or breeding site, we would expect that positional changes between years would reflect year-on-year changes in the location of specific magnetic parameters. Uh, findings from the study point to a magnetic inclination as the primary magnetic cue for birds when relocating their breeding site and uh, with specific inclination parameters signaling as a sort of stop sign. So, yeah, uh, it looks like this is a real thing. And uh, this is here's your sixth sense, right? Exactly. What's up, Beachwood? Uh, true navigation and humans have it, right? I think and I think that's the thing. Uh, weirdness to this that um, we're uh, this is the sixth sense that we that we don't think we have. We don't know we have <laughs> tax coin. <laughs> What's up, devious? Oh, boy. Uh <laughs> <laughs> the ta- the taxes suck <laughs> coin uh yeah uh, i don't know uh 702-957-1037 click the discord link we'll put you on the show easy as that or we at time wise i think everything's good all right let's squeeze in one more and uh finish this up and uh yeah, here we go another day oh yeah but birds don't exist that's true that's very true uh, bir- birds birds don't exist <laughs> Uh, in a post-truth world, birds just don't exist. Uh, there we go. There we go. Uh, we've got, uh, this is from bleepingcomputer.com. And like I said, another day, another hack. Over 20,000 data center management systems exposed to hackers. Oh, <laughs> oh. Researchers have found over 20,000 instances of publicly exposed data center in- infrastructure management uh, software that monitor devices, HVAC control systems, and power distribution units, which could be used for a range of catastrophic attacks oh uh, hvac power distribution you know just energy and uh, uh climate control no problem here right uh this this should be fine this should totally be fine uh data centers house costly systems that support business storage solutions operational systems website hosting data processing and more and yep of course uh investigators at cybel have found that over twenty thousand instances of publicly exposed dcim systems including thermal and cooling management dashboards humidity controllers, UPS controllers, rack monitors, and transfer switches. And additionally, the analysts were able to extract passwords from dashboards dashboards when they were used uh, to assess actual database instances stored on a data center. And here you go. Here's a, They blurred this stuff out because, well, <laughs> they don't want you uh, to, to mess this stuff up. But in any case, uh, like I said, another day, another hack. I see you guys in the chat. What's up? Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for being here with us today. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I got no answers here you know me i am not the answers guy i'm the questions guy and this is a troubled minds news and i'm your host michael strange and we're gonna take a quick break don't go anywhere more troubled minds news when we come back all right welcome back to troubled minds news oh, iced coffee is so good and uh let us continue shall we 702-957-1037 if you want to be part of the show uh, click the discord link at troubledminds.org and we'll put you on easy as that this is an interesting thing uh reminds me a little bit of the the tree that owns itself what's up robert uh, pretty good story he wrote there in his book uh, uh stories from a fractured mind the robert collection just got done reading it pretty good stuff but uh the, this is not the tree that owns itself these are the the moon trees if you remember the moon trees uh from uh this is from the atlantic we almost forgot about the moon trees a collection of tree seeds that would went round and round the moon was scattered far and wide back home and there you go 
there's a moon tree. If you guys didn't know this, the American moon missions more than 50 years later are each memorable in their own way. Apollo 11, of course, is known for being the very first time human beings set foot on the moon. Apollo 12 for being a little rowdier. Apollo 13 for nearly ending in disaster. Apollo 14, the third of six moon landings, is known, as I recently discovered, uh, for its moon trees. It's known for us. Uh, so Apollo 14 for the moon trees. Uh, Stuart Rusa, one of the Apollo 14 astronauts, took a small canvas bag of tree seeds with him on the journey. While his fellow astronauts walked on the lunar surface, Rusa and the seeds flew round and round the moon until the crew was ready to come back. A few years after the astronauts returned home, some of the seeds, sycamores, redwoods, pines, firs, and sweet gums, were planted across the United States to see how they would grow, or simply to keep a piece of moon history close by. And wouldn't you know it, uh, yep, they grew. Uh, so here we go. Learned about the existence of moon trees earlier this month while thinking about the anniversary of Apollo 14. This is straight from the article, which launched on this day in 1971. Uh, my tired pandemic brain had thought this was, this was uh, the mission's 50th anniversary, but turns out we're living in 2022. Yep, no kidding. Uh, I read online that one moon tree, a loblolly pine, had been planted by the White House within walking distance of my apartment in Washington, D.C. And uh, uh, then I noted an asterisk next to the tree's name and scrolled down to discover. An asterisk denotes a tree that is no longer alive. Oh, that's a shame. But anyway, apparently there's a database of this stuff, and the, the trees planted mostly in 1976 uh, took root just fine on Earth. Some of the moon seeds were planted next to seeds that had never traveled to space to see whether they develop any differently. The most surprising result, Williams told me, occurred when the two seeds grew into two completely different species, a result of the gardening mix-up, of course, not the weird effects of the microgravity. NASA didn't undertake any serious study of the moon trees. The effort was more a PR stunt, Williams said, than a science experiment. And there you go. So there are actual moon trees out there, and uh, pretty good stuff. Uh, uh, what that means, uh, other than this is a fun oddity, not sure. <laughs> uh, everything doesn't have to mean something, does it? Yeah, all right. Uh, maybe not. Let's go do SciTech Daily. And uh, here you go. More more uh, links in the chat for you. Uh, this, is, uh, this one's pretty wild. Monumental project underway to sequence the genome of every complex species on Earth. Oh, you don't say. Uh, the Earth Biogenome Project, a global consortium that aims to sequence the genomes of all complex life on Earth, some 1.8 million described species, in 10 years is ramping up. The project's origins, aims, and progress are detailed in two multi-author papers published on January 18, 2022. Once complete, it will forever change the way biological research is done. Specifically, researchers will no longer be limited to a few model species and will be able to mine the DNA sequence database of any organism that shows interesting characteristics. This new information will help us understand how complex life evolved, how it functions, and how biodiversity can be protected. The project was first proposed in 2016, and this person writing the article by the name of, who is this, Jenny Graves at La Trobe University, uh, was privileged to speak at its launch in London in 2018. It is currently in the process of moving from its startup phase to full-scale production. The aim of phase one is to sequence one genome from every taxonomic family on earth tax taxonomic i don't know that'll work uh some 9400 of them by uh, some 9400 of them by the end of 2022 one third of these species should be done phase two will be the sequencing of a representative from all 180,000 genera and phase three will mark the completion of all species and uh this is pretty good stuff i mean this is what we should be doing right i, I find it interesting that they say uh all uh, interesting characteristics uh, right there. And, uh, well, what, 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 who defines the interesting characteristic, right? Uh, the same, the same uh, scientific models that call things junk DNA? <laughs> yeah, I hate that term. 702-957-1037. We'll put you on the show. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, no, officer, this is a moon tree, not weed. I promise, right? Exactly, exactly. Uh, okay, what else do we got? Uh, where are we at time Everything looks good. Everything's fine. We're all fine here now. All right. Uh, so this now this is a weird one, right? There's a lot of talk about this uh, this whole idea of. Um uh, what would you call it? Uh, uh, depopulation. All right. Uh, the Georgia Guidestones and uh, this, you know, the uh, 
the Wuhan lab leak theory, and all kinds of stuff uh, regarding something known as depopulation, all right? And if you say it, you sound like an absolute crazy nutter-butter conspiracy theorist, right? Those dirty conspiracy theorists. But there's a crazy part to this in that, uh, well, the Telegraph uh, has just acknowledged that, well, <laughs> Houston, we may have a problem. This is from a couple days ago, and uh, the depopulation time bomb facing the West is about to explode. Like, oh, I thought this was just a conspiracy theory. I mean, you know, birth rates declining and, right, uh, all kinds of other weird stuff. This, this, this is this, it's a conspiracy, right? Well, let's see what they have to say. <laughs> Deaths are set to outstrip births as soon as 2025, and new policies will soon be needed to cope with an aging population. Oh, new policies. Oh, always, always talking about new policies. Uh, here we go. Uh, Elon Musk's quest to make humanity a multi-planet species has a hitch. The SpaceX boss hopes to have people landing on Mars within five years as part of his vision for a futuristic Noah's Ark. But Musk fears his plan to colonize the red planet will fail to take off if Earth cannot even sustain its own population. Quote, we should be much more worried about population collapse, warned Musk in a series of tweets last week, calling the UN's more sanguine projects utter nonsense. Uh, if there aren't enough people for Earth, then there definitely won't be enough for Mars. And that's the damn truth, isn't it? Uh, once a problem far in the future, the population crisis is arriving earlier than expected after the COVID baby bust. Oh, there's a COVID baby bust, you say. That's interesting. Uh, anyway, uh, populations in countries including Japan are already in decline with those in the likes of Spain, South Korea, and China are set to have by 2100. Yeah, Half, half by 2100. Spain, South Korea, and China, they say. Uh, but for some, including Sir David Attenborough, the big population bust should not be feared. Oh, I see. The Nature Broadcaster has called for the global population to be brought under control in order to maintain living standards, calling humanity a plague on Earth. It says it right there. I'm not making this up. <laughs> I'm not making it up. It says it right there. Uh, Sir David Attenborough calls humanity a plague on Earth. And this is the stuff I'm talking about. This is a little bit morbid because we are actually seeing some people calling for stuff like this for, uh, well, you know, we're doing too much damage to the planet. And the only way to stop this is to just, uh, you know, do away with people. <laughs> do away with people. That's This is the Thanos plan, right? This is the Thanos plan. You get the Infinity Gems, put them in the glove, you snap your fingers, and boom, the world and the universe is a better place. Well, but then there's also a lot of dead people, right? Uh, in any case, let's uh, let's go. There's more here. Uh, so Sir David Attenborough says, uh, humanity is a plague on Earth. Okay, it's, there's more. This gets wild, uh, because of course, uh, this is the real world we live in. Uh, when it, what is certain is that many countries will be facing a population crisis this decade. It is an issue that is slowly gaining prominence and climbing up the political agenda. Oh, oh, I see. Quote, this is genuinely a time bomb, says Tory MP Damien Green, former work and pension secretary and head of the all-party parliamentary group for longevity. Uh, that's, that, sound, that doesn't sound like a, a panel, does it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, that totally doesn't sound like that, does it? Uh, anyway, quote, we have taken some steps in government over the years, but nothing like enough. Increasing the pension age is a rational response to the fact that we all live longer, but how do we do it if we are going to live decades longer than before. How do we stop that becoming a burden? You see that? A burden. So at some point, uh, you, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, once you get past a particular age, the politicians have deemed, um, let's say, mm, uh, non-burden, and you become a burden. Mm. Mm. Yeah, this is this is this is a this is a conspiracy, by the way, guys. This this is not, none of this stuff is real. Except, well, when it is. And remember, this is a piece by the, uh, the Telegraph. And they're talking about the depopulation time bomb facing the West. Weird, right? Uh, in any case, let's read a little bit more about this. Uh, a shrinking and most, uh, most importantly aging population will present big economic challenges. From funding and manning stretched health services to readapting housing and coping with a smaller workforce to tax. Oh, taxes. Don't get me started. <laughs> don't get me started. Uh, aging populations risk draining resources 
resources as experts warn of a 100-year life cycle on the horizon. Uh, while these same population forces are taking hold across the world, individual countries are at different stages. Japan and Russia are already suffering record declines, while many African countries are enjoying rapid growth. Yeah, right? Uh, the UN expects the global population to peak around 2100, but other experts and Musk believe it is far too optimistic. One startling scenario predicts uh, the top to be in 2064, which of course means, <laughs> stop it, devious, stop, uh, which means, of course, that uh, if that's the case, uh, after 2064, the world will be on a population decline. And how fast that stuff happens? Um, probably faster than you can shake a stick at. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that works, in it, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll with it anyway. Uh, very, very, very fast. And uh, I don't know. This is one of those things, like I said, is it, uh, is it a situation where this is real or is this just an imagined conspiracy? What do you guys think? As you know, taking your phone calls, 702-957-1037. Excuse me for just a sec. And we'll put you on the show. Easy as that. And uh, there it is. Uh, so I don't know. I think that I'm, I'm split on this one in that there's a, there's a lot of this. What's up, Prime Auto? Thanks for the, the subscription there on Twitch. Appreciate that. Uh, there's a there's a part of this that makes me wonder if, uh, right, like this is uh, some part of some sort of bigger plan, right? If this is if this is exactly what we're trying to do here, and uh, you know uh, these these politicians are, um, what would you say are are. I don't know. They're they're saying this is going to be a problem, right? We have so we have too many people, not enough people paying taxes. So, right then you then you roll out the panels and you start to decide. Uh, unfortunately, you know through spreadsheets and uh, you know cold logic, uh, who who makes the cut, right? And what does that mean? That means that uh, again, uh, people people literally uh depending on governments to uh protect them and take care of them right uh, so so think about how cruel this is uh you're you are you've done your you've done your deed right you've uh, lived most of your life you've you've lived lived a good long life uh, finally succeeded in something right uh you've retired and uh you've paid in taxes into a system your your entire life and then uh, you get to the point where they're like well sorry um you know we got a shortfall and so uh we're cutting you off <laughs> you know you're like wait uh, like i paid my my share what what's going on right like this is not my problem this is your problem and the government's like nah we disagree this is your problem <laughs> congratulations uh you are now part of the the burden on society and uh we decide that not you and sorry uh we have budgets and shortfalls and all these things to consider and you my friend are no longer part of uh the society we need for a sustainable future <laughs> you see what i mean and uh like i said roll in the panels and i'm not going to say the first part of it but you know what i'm thinking roll in the panels and um yeah this is this is the whole point of this and why uh, again uh, so so is this a conspiracy or is this not a conspiracy and that's the question is this really happening it seems st statistically it's happening uh and again covid is another one of those things that's uh, kind of added to the dramatic decline here but um well i don't know you tell me you tell me i again i don't have answers but i think it is a curious thing to consider in that uh whatever happens here so uh you tell me uh let's uh 702-957-1037 i'll put you on the show troubledminds.org and uh we're running a little late today because i uh passed out on the couch <laughs> and that's what's going on what's up brian after dark they're gonna toy it turn us into soil and green soil and greeners people soil and greeners people exactly right and it seems uh, like that movie, it doesn't seem to be too far off, does it? That's there's your sustainable future. Here's your mealworms and your tiny home. Congratulations, you've made it until we determine uh, you don't even deserve that anymore. Uh, yep, let's continue, shall we? There's more. Uh, as always, uh, we got Elon Musk always in the news, driving news cycles because that's what the man does, the richest dude in the world now. And uh, 
<laughs> what's up james what's that i don't know man i don't like no i'm not gonna get gross i'm not gonna get gross all right uh, soil and greenest people is gross enough uh we, futurism.com uh, uh, scientists express concern at elon musk's Neuralink brain chip uh of course well no shit <laughs> no no you don't really you don't say right and this is this is the weirdness of this this, this world we live in is that uh yeah well um that's that's this uh, so let's get to this in just a sec because let's take a quick break and get a word from our sponsor which is you this is trouble minds news i'm michael strange don't go anywhere be right back are you digging the show if so you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an amazon prime account since we stream on twitch every day all you have to do is link your amazon prime account to your twitch account and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use and also a bonus five dollars a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to twitch and all you have to do is sync up the two accounts and click subscribe thanks for considering us all right let's keep on trucking uh back to this futurism.com uh, scientists express concern at elon musk's Neuralink brain chip yep no shit uh well let's see researchers and scientists spoke to the daily beast this week to express horror horror at musk's goals to, of connecting human brains to computers ultimately at the heart of their trepidation is the infusion of big tech into the human mind quote i don't think there is sufficient public discourse on what the big picture implications of this kind of technology becoming available are well that's because you assholes aren't listening to troubled minds because we talk about this shit all the time Dr. Carola Kreitmauer, assistant professor of medical history and bioethics at the University of Wisconsin, told the website, because guess what? Speaking of uh, uh, public discourse, isn't that what we're doing? Like, that's what we're doing. That's what we're trying to do. That's what the entire idea of what Troubled Minds always has been, that there's a ton of stuff that needs to be talked about, that needs to be thought about, that needs to be pushed into the zeitgeist as looming issues for a new society, right? For a new society, whatever the hell that means. And we're talking about it, crying out loud, right? But we're being, you know, we're being censored. The algorithms not sending out notifications. Facebook being scummy and literally a page of 44,000 followers and you get 10 people showing up for a show i mean come on there's shenanigans going on and it's because they don't want us talking about this stuff because clearly right it is it is it is opposite of what the agendas happen to be right they don't want they don't want regular people having a say in this and that's part of the point but uh thanks to dr carola kreitmer uh, assistant professor of medical history and bioethics at the university of wisconsin for uh, realizing that uh yeah we need a sufficient public discourse because damn right that's exactly what we need and the problem is we got all this cancel culture and all the rest of this where if you you say one wrong thing you're doomed and uh they they remove your uh, ability to eat and that's that it's a wrap right good luck uh there's china's social credit score enacted by us by by us without any government pressure at all just division politics uh hate 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 and uh well there you go it's unfortunate quote uh the quote continues i worry that there's this uncomfortable marriage between a company that is for profit okay indeed the ethics surrounding technology such as the the Neuralink is uncharted territory as such many are concerned about these products ostensibly meant to help with those with disabilities can ultimately be exploited for profit no shit and that's the whole point right just like facebook is, is supposed to be it could have been one of those things that really changed humanity for the better but instead uh, the profit motive in these greedy bastards you know billions aren't enough they need to squeeze every every little bit out of your you know instagram suicide dreams right that uh, that's what they're doing and uh please no no suicide that was a bad but point being that uh if you're having problems with that there's a suicide hotline i'll get it and put it up there i, I don't i don't want to make light of that because that's a real thing and my point is that instagram is purchased by facebook and again we've got these young teen girls with body image issues that are literally uh, having serious problems because of all the perfect people on instagram right but of course all the perfect people on instagram are photoshopped and they're not even real and uh i mean again you know back to the tweets with the kardashians having a fight with each other who cares who cares but again in a in a hyper reality world where uh we think everybody looks like kim kardashian on the internet well just go outside and look around uh, newsflash 
Nobody looks like that. <laughs> Nobody looks like that. In, in any case, all right. So, indeed, the ethics. All right, hold on. I'm, I'm going to do this real quick. Hold on. Hold on. All right, and we're going to do this. We're going to do this just because it's an important thing. And uh, it, it is it is a serious thing, and I don't want to uh, make light of this in, uh, in, in some sense. So here we go. I'm going to link this in the chat, and I'll, I'll have link this with the, uh, the show as well. Here's your, your suicidepreventionhotline.org. And, I, and li- like I said, uh, this is not – I, I said it kind of in a dark way, and I don't mean it that way because it, it, is, it is a serious thing. It is a serious thing. I'm going to put it up there, 800-273-8255. And if anybody is struggling with this out there, please uh, uh, call. There's, there's 24 hours people waiting to talk and all the rest of that stuff. So just, just, to, just to make sure, all right? It is uh, it cover all the bases, and, it, and we, we still are dealing with humans in this, even in this setting, right? Even in, uh, again, you can, uh, you can ch- double-check with Matt Sell. I met with Matt this past weekend, had a nice dinner with him and his wife, Lacey, at a nice Mexican restaurant, and uh, they, they can confirm to you that I am indeed not an android or not an alien. Well, at least not that I sl- didn't slip out of my alien suit or human suit for a little bit see what i did there anyway so so there you go uh, suicide prevention hotline just want to make sure a uh, 1-800-273-8255 if you're struggling with that so there you go let's uh, continue uh and this is this is the whole point about this Neuralink stuff is that clearly uh what the, what the the comp the these companies do with these profit motives is they don't give a shit like we become the human cattle the human cattle with uh, data is our milk, right? Uh, the data milk that they're milking us fr- uh, from and then selling this to uh, advertisers, right? So that's the whole point. And that's why this, uh, again, so we're, we're looking at uh, these companies now that can't even handle, uh, you know, just basics of, uh, you know, data manipulation and uh, spy, you know, sort of a backdoor type spyware programs, which I'm talking about Facebook, by the way, I'm not talking about like actual, um, uh, actual, uh, uh, sort of situations with uh, with, with uh, you know like action like hacking something I mean like the, the, the product they put out is a spyware is a spyware so in, in any case now once once we link that shit into our head through Neuralink obviously and clearly we have a we have a problem don't we we have a and we've been we've been talking about this a lot a lot not a, not a ton but often enough on on troubled minds that this in particular it seems wild it seems not a good thing it seems not a good thing um uh, yeah so uh i don't know scientists express concern at elon musk's Neuralink brain chip no shit sherlock and uh, there you go. What's up, Gibby? Says a good alibi. Exactly what a T one thousand would say. I see you, Mike. What's up? Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> what's going on? Uh, yeah. I, so the hardest part of uh, is of eating in front of people. It's the simulating eating, uh, and then it gets into the android gut, and then you have to, you know. It's it's not pretty later, but uh, hey, you got to do what you got to do. You got you got to fake it out the way you got to fake it out. Uh, let us continue, shall we? Uh, there's more. There's always more. Gizmodo.com. Let's go here. This is uh, astrophysicists found 1,000 magnetic Milky Way strands. Uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> Damn it, James. Uh, the discovery dramatically increases the number of known galactic filaments. And look at this photograph. This is wild. A spectral image of Milky Way's center. The long vertical streaks are the magnetic filaments. And that seems like hmm, some bad modern art, maybe. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. A new mosaic image taken by the Mercat Radio Telescope of South Africa has r- revealed nearly 1,000 multi-light Okay, 1,000 multi-light year long. There we go. I did it. Electron strands at the center of the Milky Way. The strands are huge streaks of cosmic ray particles, though they were discovered nearly 40 years ago. Researchers never knew there were so many. The Meerkat Array is just part of a massive square kilometer array which studies galactic evolution and cosmic magnetism, among other things. The recent image, comprising 20 separate observations and the radio wavelengths, are totaling 144 hours, revealed 10 times more filaments than had been known previously. The team's research is currently hosted on the preprint server ARXIV and has been accepted for publication in the Astrophysical Journal Letters. And there you go. That's uh, exactly, oops, found all these giant cosmic strands. <laughs> there's, there's nothing weird about this. I'm sure this is fine, right? Uh, again, uh, looks like some bizarre modern art thing, but what are you going to do? 
I don't know. I don't have the answers. I wish I did. <laughs> Strands or tentacles. Yeah, exactly, right? Uh, tentacles here? Maybe, maybe. Uh, in any case, let's go to Tom's Hardware. Uh, and I use, uh, as you all know, I'm, I'm not a Mac guy. Uh, Macs really kind of uh, piss me off because they're just, you know, priced three three or four x what a pc is but anyway uh this is from tom's hardware and microsoft says windows may need up to eight hours to update what <laughs> are you shitting me uh, and it's tracking your update connectivity of course it is uh, windows computers need at least eight hours of online time to obtain and install the latest operating system updates successfully this information comes via post on the microsoft it pro blog by david geyer program manager for windows updates and endpoint manager at microsoft another revelation in the post is that microsoft tracks how long pcs are connected to windows update calling the statistics update connectivity Hmm, spyware is what I call it. The data is available to IT managers in the Intune app, a component of the endpoint management suite. Uh, in any case, yeah, that seems like a long-ass time for, for an update, but, well, uh, oops, uh, let's, uh, let's play this again. Sorry about that. Huh. Uh, that's what happens when you go a little longer than an hour. Uh, your, your thing runs out uh, and you didn't loop it. Uh, there we go. All right. Anyway, so uh, there, so that's what's up. Eight hours. I don't know. This is kind of BS if you ask me. Uh, get your shit together, Microsoft. Get your shit together. All right. Let's go to uh, this is the next web. And uh, this is this, there you go. Speaking of Neuralink and the, uh, the what the future may bring, this is uh, the, the four biggest science breakthroughs that Gen Z could live to see hmm. well and it says we could all use a little optimism oh that's so that's so cute <laughs> uh, all right let's just go straight down to it uh medical nanobots oh this could very well be the most important technological breakthrough in human history oh the premise is simple tiny machines that function at the cellular level capable of performing tissue repairs destroying intruders and de delivering targeted nano medications uh, and this wouldn't necessarily mean uh, filling your bloodstream with trillions of microscopic hunks of metal and silicon there's plenty of reason to believe scientists could take today's biological robots and turn them into artificial intelligence agents capable of executing code functions inside our bodies all right i'm going to read that again slowly <laughs> uh, uh, notice the choice of language there's plenty of reason to believe scientists could take today's biological robots and turn them into artificial intelligence agents capable of executing code functions inside our bodies <laughs> uh love it imagine an ai swarm controlled by a bespoke best best spoke anyway neural network attached to our brain computer interfaces with the sole purpose of optimizing our biological functions we might not be able to solve immortality by 2100 but medical nanobots could go a long way towards bridging the gap mm, all right here's another one fusion power and quantum optimization okay that's less 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 exciting so let's just skip that uh it, because brevity uh warp drives additionally warp drives uh, are a glamour technology technically speaking with mars so nearby we don't really have to travel beyond our own solar system okay cool uh and then uh the metaverse all right so you're telling me that, okay because we all need a little optimism the things we have to look forward to are nanobots <laughs> medical nanobots fusion power and quantum optimization and uh warp drives but then also the fourth one is the metaverse. All right, let's see what they have to say here. Uh, it says, don't laugh. It's understandable if you don't think the metaverse belongs on this list. I'm laughing. After all, it's just a bunch of cartoon avatars and bad graphics that you need a VR headset for, right? It says, but the metaverse of 2100 will be something different entirely. In 2022, Spotify tries to figure out what song you want to hear based on the music you listened to in the past. In 2100, your brain-embedded AI assistant will know what song you want to hear because it has a direct connection to the area of your mind that processes sound, memory, and emotion. The ideal metaverse would be a bespoke environment that's only indistinguishable. What the hell is that word? Bespoke. I've used it twice in this article now. Anyway, I'll have to look that up. Anybody know what that means? I don't even know what that means. I thought that was uh, Jimmy Church's radio network. <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't know. I've never seen that word in a context like this, so I don't know if they're misusing it or I'm just an idiot. Anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, this, uh, the, this environment is only 
indistinguishable from reality in its utopianism. In other words, you only know it's fake because you can control the metaverse. Uh, when it's obvious that jacking into the matrix could pose a multitude of risks, the ability to take a vacation from reality could have positive implications ranging from treating depression to giving people with extremely low quality of life a reason to want to continue living. There you go. There you go. <laughs> the ultimate freedom is choosing your own reality. And it's a safe bet that whoever owns the server it runs on is going to be in charge of the future. Oh, that sounds that sounds like a reason for hope, doesn't it? A little, a, use a little optimism in our lives. Jeez. <laughs> uh, All right. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to look this up. Mm. All right. Uh, bespoke, uh, custom made, said especially of clothes. Uh, making or selling custom made clothes, a, a bespoke tailor, individually or custom made. Is, is that right? It sounds like they use that word improperly. Anyway, it seemed, seemed out of place to me. Let's continue, shall we? Estranged. What's up? What's going on, guys? I hope everybody's... <laughs> there you go. Derek's got it right. Screw it, Jack. Me and I got nothing going on. Yeah, exactly. Well, what's up, Jay? Jay in New York. How are you, my friend? Well, hello, hello. Uh, we've got this. Uh, the Guardian. Uh, yep, this is pretty wild. Dreamwork. The new creativity hack Hollywood stars swear by. All right. Now, this is a little bit wild because, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, let's see, uh, da, da, the new, uh, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so I'm thinking about my own dreams and what films I'd make from them. Uh, so, they're, they're, okay, what exactly is DreamWork? It, quote, offers access to the rich and undiscovered content of the unconscious, allowing artists of all disciplines to create more authentic work apparently. And uh, what else is it about? Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, they use artwork and exercises to bring their material to the top side world and invite it into expression. The practice cultivates unique and authentic creativity, acceptance, permission, and presence. Uh, this is another question. Is it a load of hippy-dippy new age nonsense? Which, well, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I smell a show, right? Dream work, exactly. Uh, well, uh, Campion obviously doesn't think so. Or Sandra O, oh, who thanked Gillingham on stage when collecting an award for Killing Eve. Bill Pullman and Benedict Cumberbatch have also worked with her. Cumberbatch called her an amazing woman. There are other practitioners of dream work as well. Kirsten Dunst has used one. Anyway, uh, new creativity hack known as dream work. Inviting the creativity of your subconscious <laughs> to the surface. Oh, shit. Alright, one more time. National Suicide Prevention Lifeline uh, 1-800-273-8255. I, again, like I said, uh, you know, I'm I make some morbid jokes here and there, but uh, I just want to make sure that this is, it is a real thing and there are people out there suffering from it and I do take it seriously. So I don't want to be that guy. So there you go. Um, and um, uh, we're done. So uh, the thing is uh, tonight we've got a show uh, with Rohan. The mighty Rohan is going to be on the show tonight. I think we got a, an actual, uh, uh, a, a, uh, uh, maybe a Derek sighting this evening. Uh, and uh, we're going to be talking about Yuri Geller and uh, his alien invasion and uh, is this guy a quack is this guy real uh there's some interesting stuff about this individual and he's back in the news so uh we'll talk about that and all kinds of crazy stuff and uh there we go so as we finish this is fantastic thanks again for bearing with me today because uh, i'm a knucklehead and uh, a little bit late but what can you do uh nobody's perfect and there it is so so what we're doing is uh, finishing up troubled minds news and let's smash the button and uh, i want to thank everybody who's subbed up to the channel uh everybody who's supported the show via rockfin uh uh, tips and uh, subscriptions. I want to uh, uh, again thank everybody for subbing up to the Patreon. We had a couple new patrons this past past week here. Uh, thank you so much for being part of this show and just uh, the community and the experience. And uh, like I said, m most importantly, uh, just um, just just do uh, just just uh, spending your time and energy is is the, is the best way to support the show. And uh, I appreciate you all very much. Thanks for all the thoughtful chat. If you want to help, just spread the word. Uh, if you if you want to help and don't want to throw money this way that's totally cool not necessary to spend money at all uh the podcast feed has ads baked in if you listen to the old episodes uh it sends a few cents my way each time you do that so there, there are plenty of ways to help if you want to help the show um, spread the word spread the word that there are conversations happening that need to happen and uh, uh without borders without limits and uh, uh just uh 
at the at the <laughs> limits of our imagination, and that's what this is always about. So uh, again, thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being part of this whole Troubled Minds community. I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much. We'll be back tonight in about, what, two and a half hours now? Uh, two hours and 15, 16 minutes because I'm late, something like that. And uh, we'll be doing Yuri Geller, The Alien Invasion, and Is This Guy Real? The, the original Spoonbender. So if you're looking forward to that, we'll see you then. 7 p.m. Pacific, Troubled Minds Radio coming up. And as for right now, this is Trouble Minds News. I'm Michael Strange. Thanks for being here. You guys are the best. Happy Monday. We'll see you in a couple hours. Be right back. time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.